Yuki Chords. Today on the show, I have my friend Kevin, and um, he brought over some half pint beers because he works there, and he really likes his job. And that, to me, is, that's a, a kudos to a head brewer. Oh, yeah, here's to, to guy, Jen. Yeah, to, to a guy who makes Jen beer. Jen half pints. Yeah, and doing? you're doing your job there, too. Mm-hmm. I drove today. I did 21 stops in between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. Uh, like you're the truck driver? No, I generally work on the... Well, I do. I generally do two days a week bartending and then three days a week on the packaging side of things. That's, that's, what I, that's my new um, schedule, I guess. So I work Sunday to Thursday. So tomorrow I show up and every Thursday we do canning. So tomorrow I show up and stand in front of a machine that just passed me cans of beer randomly that don't have lid seal on them properly. Oh, nice. So what do you do? You drink them. Yeah, I was just going to say, what happens to those beers? Yeah, I drink them. (laughs) But, yeah. No, it's been going good, though. But How about you? Um, Just working. How's Ruby West going? Are you, like, full-time there? Yeah, I'm full-time. Fuck yeah. Are you, like, your main, main, main person behind the oven? No, no, I'm, uh, I guess I'm the second main person behind the oven. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How's that been? It's great. It's a nice place. Everyone's really nice. Who's the, the person you work under? Master, master cook, Brian Johnson would be the master cook. I don't know the name at all. Did Mm. you know him before? Nope. Just met him there. Is it a good scenario? Yeah, it's just a bunch of ragtag people. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I just got a phone call one day like, hey, can you help out here? And I was like, yeah. And said, yeah, well, it's right there. Yeah, Who doesn't exactly. want to work two minute walk from work? I'm I home, you know. I work. I mean, I'm around the corner from my house on Wellington is the Perth's headquarters. Oh yeah, like the laundromat. Yeah. And I think if I worked at the Perth's headquarters and had two coffee breaks and a half an hour lunch, and worked that close to home, you'd be pretty happy. Yeah, and the amount of money I would save, never having to drive. Yeah. I'd probably rent my garage out because I wouldn't need a car. And just fucking try not to swear. That's okay. But yeah, um, are, are we recording right now? Oh yeah. Oh, you you got me as I was going pee. No, no, I started after right when you had okay, a perfect uh, moment I'll, of I'll, silence. I'll... Then I started. I will not swear anymore. Well, so is this everyone music? does. Is this, music? is it is this music from the moon? No, this is that's this is just called Kip Kip talks to his friends. Oh yeah. Oh, that's it. Uh, well, I am. Feeling absolutely honored and obliged to be here. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been doing Kip Talks to His Friends rather so, than Music from the Moon? We stopped Music from the Moon like three years ago. And then... So it's been a minute. I started this when COVID hit. Oh, so this is a new format of show. A whole entirely new thing. Yeah. Great for... Um, talking. So, talking and also self-listen silence when the radio station's closed. Um, it's like it's, have your friends over for a chit chat. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. no one else is allowed to go into the station, so it's a little different. It's more of a podcast that they broadcast. Yeah. Um. But yeah, COVID hit, and then I was like, I have nothing to do and no one to see. So in the beginning, I just talked over the phone. A great way to chit chat with your friends. Yeah. And like, we're also bored out of their minds. Yeah. Everybody has been. It's that's a thing. Yeah, it's still kind of not. It's it's a different time for all of this. I find that um, it um, 
in terms of people being bored out of their minds, mm-hmm. it's there's a good amount of people who have completely neglected social distancing. And there's yeah. a fair amount of people who haven't really had a choice. And there's a fair amount of people who just, I don't know. Like, I had a weird experience bartending a couple of weeks back where, um, one second. Go ahead. Uh, I had a weird experience bartending a few weeks back where I had somebody who never seen her before walked into the, I, I bartend at the Half Pints Tap Room, everybody, by the way, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> but Half Pints were, were drinking Coney and Ghost and St. James Pale Ale. One in Rome, drink as the Romans do. One in St. James, drink as St. James. Mm-hmm. But uh, this woman, she walked into the bar, never seen her before. She seemed kind of like out of, not like drunk out of sorts, but just like out of sorts in general. And as she walked in, she was like, I haven't seen anybody other than my family or coworkers since March. Yeah, and wow. it was like I have not been in a public scenario, not done anything like that. Can I have a beer from you, please? She ordered a stout and stood in front of the bar, looking very spaced out, and enjoyed it. Had another one, started talking to me, and was like, admitted that, like, yeah, I haven't been out of my house since March or at home. I mean, or at work since March. It was either at work or at home. And she worked in the Canadian Tire Warehouse, like far down oh west on Oh my, so lonely. So, and it was just like seeing somebody who had not had human interaction beyond work or being at home. Like that to me was just kind of like, oh wow. Like there's a whole crop of people out there who have not left their house. Even till today. Oh yeah. And that's something where like, you don't. You don't want to underestimate the toll that that would take on somebody ever. And you also don't want to underestimate the amount of people who are currently experiencing that. And that's kind of like a mind-blowing thing. But no, she hung out and had like, she had a beer, felt warmed up, talked more, had a second beer, and then like felt good, had a third beer, tipped me well, and then was like, thank you for this. This was nice. And then took off and it was a good experience. I haven't seen her since, but something more. It was nice to know that somebody who hadn't left their house in many months came to Half Pints and had a beer there. And had a a very talkative bartender. Exactly. Or an open, at least, candid one. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I do. I'm the Sunday-Monday bartender, and then I do Tuesday to Thursday in the packaging. So I put the beer in the cans and the bottles that you drink, and the cakes. Do you have an ashtray? And also, is this fine? Of course. Cool. How about you? How have you been? Great. I think, yeah... I had a lot of money um, when COVID hit. Oh, so you were in good standing. I was like quite well off, but then I got really bored and just started eating takeaway every day. Like, I'll do it. Huge amounts of takeaway. Mm-hmm. Like not every day, but like twice a week, and then I spent it all. You gotta get on the cheap pizza routine, like the cheap <laughs> slice. Yeah, I live like a few blocks north of here, so for me, I have. There's the the dollar the dollar pizza by the. Wait, do you go how far north? I live north of Wellington Avenue. No, I live by Wellington. Avenue. Oh, like I live north of Sergeant between the road the that takes you to the airport, Wellington Avenue, or is that Kings no? Street? I live. I can never remember the names. Two blocks over and about four blocks up, but in between here and there, I have. Bunties. The place whatever is called now at Ellison Home. 
Flying Pizza at mm. Sergeant in Arlington, which is great. I know, I love Flying Pizza. Mm -hmm. That was like my go-to after a party in high school. We just go get Flying Pizza. Yeah, and, and if I'm gonna, wish have, I could eat pizza. If I'm gonna have a cheap, greasy meal that's gonna probably cost me a few calories, I might as well go for a walk while I eat it and discard the evidence before I get home. Heard a story about this from someone who was like friends with their neighbor their neighbor with like him him and like the neighbor and the wife of the neighbor had like this secret agree agreement. Like he would go and get like way too many chicken wings and just eat it in the backyard mm -hmm. and like throw out the evidence before he went back in the house. But it was like she knew obviously, but it was like his special treat where he would like consume all these chicken wings well, quietly by himself. That's my favorite thing about living like properly north of Portage. But the amount of just random chicken bones lining the sidewalks I'm just like, the closer you get to 7-Elevens, that's how it goes. But the idea yeah. of like north of Portage the proximity to 7-Elevens determines your drunken people eating chicken. And you also get a higher proximity of chicken bones on the sidewalks. And I, I am guilty. I have contributed many of nights. But at the same time, it's something it's just where... compost. Yeah, exactly. But it's something where, like, I just get a kick out of the fact that there's, like, a neighborhood where there's specifically a ton of chicken bones lying all over the sidewalk. Because that's the snack food. Yeah. But the fact that it's an animal's bones but lying other all... other neighborhoods don't, like, people who live in rich neighborhoods don't have 7-Elevens in their neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So there's no... They get it delivered, so the chicken bones stay in the house. They're not walking and eating. Exactly. Yeah, so it's brutally honest point to it. That said, like, which neighborhood is they like? I don't know. Today I delivered beer in Bridgewater or Brigwater. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it's named after a cop, cop named Lieutenant Brigwater, who was mm -hmm. big in the Fort Richmond area. But no uh, idea. all I remember is the new residents complaining that there was no schools built, and they all moved in with kids, and they were like, "Where are the schools?" Yeah, they don't have one yet. I don't think. Mm -hmm. Anyway, carry on. But anyway, <laughs> it's just like. Not much happening down there for young people. They like walk to the town area. They have a Chinese food restaurant called Lucky Duck Restaurant that looks like it probably would be pretty good. But beyond that, not much happening down there. And like the idea is like we want to have something on the go. We have to go for a walk to get to it. But mm -hmm. like for like two hours before you hit a bus stop that takes you to somewhere else. Oh, I know. Like I can't imagine that. But yeah, I... that said, if people are listening. When this goes on air, mm -hmm. kudos to them for holding it down in whatever capacity. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. But have you, have you been doing music much these days? Or? Uh, well, I'm writing songs. Yeah. And that's all that matters. Don't want a guitar that. with you singing? Well, like, yeah. A piano? A guitar? Yeah, I'm not recording. I'm just writing the fundamentals of music. And then, and I remember them in my head. And then. When's the last time you recorded? 2018. Oh yeah, so it's been a couple of years. I usually do an album every two or three years, so sweet. All I have to do is wait for a little windfall, which usually occurs, and then bam, I just. I have I haven't touched my drum kit in almost four years. Three, mm. at least three years. That's quite a while. Or two and a half, two and a half, I would say. Two thousand. Almost 2021, around later 2017, 2018. Well, life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah, and like that was all I did for a while, but like I find that 
at some point I'm going to pick it up again. But, like, I just find that it's a nice stepping away from it. I recently watched a Miles Davis documentary. Mm-hmm. He took six years off of touching his trombone, trumpet. Miles Davis was not a trombone player. He was yeah. a trumpet player. Don't tell me that. He's, yeah. like, the coolest trumpet player of all time. Literally. Yeah. But took six years, didn't touch Except a thing. Except for Chet Baker. But, okay, yeah. Like, that to me is mind-blowing. He just, like, needed a break. He apparently drank a ton of beer and did a ton of drugs during that time, but just, like, needed a break from the trumpet. And then, six years later, it was just, like, got a good offer and was just, like, yep, back into it. That, to me, blows my mind. Like, the idea of just, like, mentally needing six years away from something. That, to me, I think is just a great idea. Well, you do need that. Everyone needs that. We just don't have all the opportunity. Mm. But made the opportunity for himself. And that to me, like, the idea of, like, I don't know. When it comes to music stuff, I find that it's just, like, nice stepping away from it and, like, thinking about it intensely like I used to. Like, it's something where it's much more relaxing. Trying to focus on music a lot is very stressful to be. Yeah, it is. And, like, it's hard to balance in, like, terms of other things. Well, if you're poor, yeah. You gotta work a day job or two. Yeah. When I started working the second day job or in bartending job, that's when I started wanting to <laughs> that's how it goes. When was the last time you played live? Oh, there was um like a, one of those pseudo pop up festivals that just of friends, like in the early like in July or something. In the summer? In the summer and I played mm-hmm. With uh, we played a cover band. We made a cover band and played that, and that was really fun. And you I pick? also played a solo set. Um, just a ragtag of songs that uh, my friend Dallas liked, and Sweet. I just played piano and, and then you sang played, backups. And played your own songs when you did your before. Own yeah, I was like the day. I was like a tweener, daytime tweener. After dinner, the, like well dinner. After was happen- dinner, well ha- dinner was happening because it was all just like where was where was the set? Um. It was out on a farmhouse by, uh, I don't know, going, cl- like on the way to Steinbach, essentially. But it was oh, yeah. it was really nice. They had a pool, and the stage was like, like the pool was in front of the stage. So like during the day, you just floated in the pool and like and swam around listening to music. Yeah, and then did. like, yeah. Yeah, a good time. It was a really good weekend. Yeah, that's sweet. We had. Things that make people happy for a day. And then we went back to our regular life on Sunday. But there was also breakfast. And they also provided the dinner. And it was awesome. It was amazing. It was like like southern kind of food. Like fried chicken and like, you nice. know, like cornbread. And... Good setup for musicians. Yeah. I always appreciate when organizers make a point of feeding musicians and also paying them. Well, everyone... Okay, we we didn't have we didn't get paid, but we all the whole festival got paid. It was like forty bucks in, and like like the whole festival, whole festival, everyone got food. Yeah, so it was like forty bucks. Food matters. Yeah, so we all just ate and hung out with friends. So it was just like it wasn't like we weren't there to make money. We were there to have fun. Yeah, but that said, the idea of feeding musicians is a nice thing. There was um. This one guy in Minneapolis named Connor, I forget his last name, but at one point, way back when, when I was in a band, like, um, late 2000, uh, we drove, 
him between one city and another city in the Midwest. But his thing is if he ever lived at a house where a band played, he would cook a meal for them. And I ended up, well, I played a show with him in a house that he lived in. in it was either Milwaukee or Minneapolis or Duluth, one of those three cities. But I played a show at one of his, at a house he lived in. He made a meal for us. And at some point, and after then, at one point, I met up with him and he was kind of like a roadie and we drove him from one city to another while going on tour. And then years down the line, when I was in Pop Crimes, um, we ended up playing at a sh house, at a show, uh, a show at a house he lived in. And all of a sudden there was this guy making this super nice taco meal and I walked into the kitchen and was just like, Connor, what's up, man? And like, ended up getting a guy on Instagram, Facebook, and like, I haven't kept in, in touch with him regularly, but to me that's like the idea of like this guy who made a point of eating out of town pants. Like, anytime you can do that, it's always good. Oh yeah, because they're starving. It makes a huge difference. Like, just the idea of like nixing what you have to worry about eating. And there's so many gas station... There's only so many gas station burgers you can eat. Oh, yeah. And, like, people, like, are not in good sorts when they roll up. The idea of just, like, hi, get some nutrition in you. Right mm -hmm. away, just makes it for a better night for everybody. But. Who's this? That's probably my roommate. Oh, yeah. Who's your roommate? I got three roommates right now. Yeah? Uh, I got Kaylin and then Robert and then a guy named Jesse. I don't know any of them. Hmm. Yeah. No, I didn't either. Well, I mean, I did. I mean, I do now. I mean, whatever. Who cares? You meet people. Yeah. You meet people and you get to know them. That's how it goes. But, what else have you been up to these days? I don't know. Actually, there was Aaron's wedding. That was a busy weekend. Were you there for the actual wedding? Yeah. 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 How was that? That's the best man. Oh, you're the best man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. You guys have been friends since you were kids. It makes total sense. Yeah, someone had to do it. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have been offended if it was someone else, but... It anyway, made sense it was really fun. Yeah, we had yeah. a great time. It was a real blast. Oh, that's good. Uh, did you, like... I was super happy. His vows were, like, off the charts. Like, just, like, the clumsiest, perfect vows I've ever heard. Like, there wasn't, like, any grandiosity at all. It was just, like... Wow, he really likes her a lot. <laughs> everyone was ah, crying. Obviously, everyone was apparently crying. Apparently, when this is going on here, I'm not going to fully say this, but like, yeah, they they are a sweet couple. No, she said to her parents when I saw him that was it. I decided on him. So that's good. Well, when you say it like that, I'll say it. I don't care who. Her ex-boyfriend is, by any means, but apparently, when she found out Aaron was single, she was like, yeah, that guy's single, I'm going for him. And, like, that to me is, like, the fucking best thing ever. Like, in the words, but, yeah. <laughs> as long as no you're words, not using no them, words, yeah. like, in a, a terrible manner, it's fine. Yeah, I said that very quickly and mumbled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. So that was basically all the time. I, and then I get, I've been golfing a lot. Oh, yeah? I, I was at a golf course today. I was at Silkwood. Oh, yeah? Delivering? Mm-hmm. One flat of beer and a five-ton truck. Really? Just that's all? 
Yeah, I was at the Fort Richmond LC already, though. So. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's all kind of... It's all kind How of did fun. you feel about the, your golf game at the bachelor party? Ooh, I... I was on the lower end of the whole best shot scenario for the <laughs> dynamics of the game. Let's put it that way. I had one or two holes where I had the best shot at one point, but no, it wasn't a... I'm not a golfer. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Apparently, I'm not a canoer. Although, that was when I was getting out, pretty much. You were in the middle of the river. <laughs> and you just fell over because you were tired, I guess. It was funny. It was great. We had a great time. Yeah. I, um, how was Justin afterwards? I was the one who tipped the canoe getting when I thought we were pulled over. Pardon? What how was Justin do that? Everyone was fine. We saved all the gear. Everything was fine. Yeah. Did you know that my phone and wallet ended up surviving that? Yeah, you were in like... This is my wallet and my phone is somewhere. Is this my phone? No, that's mine. But anyway, it works. I might have left my phone at home. No, I texted you at some point. It's yeah. in my jacket. But no, um... Hey, that was a fun day. Yeah, one to be remembered. Yeah, I Aaron is kind of sadistic in terms of getting his friends to golf 18 holes and then canoe for like an hour or whatever that was. I know, but I've never had so much fun before. I know, it was a great time. It was actually How like was a three-hour golf. I mean, three-hour um, canoe ride. Three hours? Yeah. I did not time it. That's absolutely mind-blowing to me. Yeah, it was. it's a twisty river. Yeah, it's very Edwardian. Yeah. yeah. Um... How was the rest of the party beyond the canoe ride in the supper? I didn't really make. I didn't you even. You had make the it. supper. I had the supper. I didn't make it down to the river though. When you guys were hanging out down there by the bonfire, oh, we um, we just hung out by the river. I fell off the. I fell off the whatever the swing, the rope swing. That goes over the river. No, it doesn't go over the river. It just like it's near the river anyway, and mm-hmm. a very much hurt my arm but it's fine now it was just like all cut up from the rope had you done that before had i what had you fell off that swing before no i just aaron put me on the swing and pushed me too hard and i just like kind of fell off bastard that bastard that's (laughs) not a swear but neither of those are swears that arse so um i don't it was good we just hung out by the rivers and like tj played songs and like josie played songs and I had to bartend the next morning in St. James at 10.30. Yeah, it's because you left when you did. Yeah. I was quite happy about that decision not to spend the night there. Although I wish I would have. That would have been fun. But at the same time, I just knew I couldn't get the day off. But you got to do that. Like, yeah. I didn't have the next day off either, but I didn't work till 3. So I was... Oh, yeah. There. Like, if I was 3, like, I... Oh, and Aaron's mom made us, like, the, a grandiose breakfast in the morning. <laughs> did laundry. And did our laundry. For all yeah. the people who fell in the river. Yeah. <laughs> Including me. Yeah. And was, did you say you did too? I fell in the river, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Josie did. fell in the river. Jeff fell in the river. You fell in the river. Justin fell in the river. And we, I think we all went swimming. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a good. blissful time. It's a good, good scenario. It's just a bunch of bros doing bro yeah. things. Yeah. I kept making this terrible joke about, like, you know why this party was so good? In the morning, I kept saying that. 
no women. <laughs> it was just because it's a bachelor party. That was the whole joke. Yeah. But, like, yeah, high school kid would never have said that. <laughs> Let's go try another party. I need a that girlfriend. Was my first, that was my first proper bachelor party. Really? Yeah, never been to one before. Um, me neither, actually. I don't know. Actually, really funny thing with August weddings in my life. Um, back in, what was it? Probably like early July. Uh, like Dana was saying that like, she's like, Kevin, you should check into those weddings in August and just see like the times and places we got to go and got to be at. Yeah. Because Aaron and Casey were getting married and then my friends Scott and Shannon were also getting married. So I texted Aaron and Aaron was just like, oh shoot, I totally forgot to text you. He's like, my wedding's been postponed a year, but my bachelor party's still happening. So I was like, oh, that's, he's like, I'm sorry, I also, I forgot to text whoever I texted about my wedding mm-hmm. about this too. So it sounded like he kind of was just like slipped the ball in communication there. Well, I think when you're planning a big thing like that, and there's a lot on your mind, plus you've got to work. Yeah. Or like any... Have whatever you want there, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I'm just going to go to the bathroom quick. I usually just leave it on. Oh, yeah? Is it going right now? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put on a tune. One second. I got to grab my coat. Where's my coat? Where did I put my coat? Where's my coat? Where my coat at? I got my coat back. I got my coat back. You don't have to make noise. There's a lot of dead air on my show. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I'm gonna keep talking. No, you can do whatever you like. I want to make as much noise as possible. But no, um, I have no time. Uh, but that said. I got a text back from Aaron being like, oh shoot, my wedding's been postponed for a year, but my bachelor party's still happening, so you should plan on that. I'm sorry I forgot to text you, and also I forgot to text whoever else I told about the wedding via text. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I should text my friend Scott and see what's up with his wedding. And then sure enough, exact same thing with his oh yeah and so something where like my entire august just like freed up within like a half an hour of texting it was a pretty funny scenario that's that's yeah yeah but yeah ended up being like pretty chill august which was nice i like the chillness of things lately Mm -hmm. i mean i've gone to the beach and stuff well parks parks i went to um my family's cabin up north, but like north of Manicotaugan and just shy of Bloodbane on the east side of the lake, and on the east side of Lake Winnipeg, and then I also spent the day at Delta Beach on Lake Manitoba. I don't think I've been to Delta Beach. It's a nice place to go. Definitely. It's like the Porter's Locals Beach, kind of. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, if you drive into Porter's and then pretty much directly north of Porter's to Lake Manitoba, you hit the bottom of Lake Manitoba, and it's actually, like, a pretty nice spot to spend a day. 
Nice. Yeah. Uh, the, the lake is very nice swimming. That said, it's like very much like you walk out and like the water is mm. like, it takes a long it's time. It's like to walk um, St. Whatever it's called, St. Ambrose. It's like super. It used to be like, it's you know why it's like that? They built a hydro dam. Mm-hmm. Like St. Ambrose used to be like this big, like there was a boardwalk. It was like a nice big beach. Same with probably Delta Beach because it's like in the same area north of like Manitoba or whatever, northwest mm-hmm. and or northeast. And um, they built the hydro built a dam and flooded all the beaches there. So that's why they're also like wrecked. And also, you have to like really walk a long Well, see, to get in. the place I go to that I've been to twice now, once this year, once last year, and I won't get into specific details. But it's like on a backwoods part of the beach mm-hmm. where you have to take like a dirt road to get to. Mm-hmm. And, um, so you can have bonfires. But the crazy thing was when I was there, not this summer, but the summer before, at the previous few summers, what was it? At one point, there was a crazy storm where a bunch of driftwood just washed up onto the beach and like it also took out the woods. So it kind of like took the woods out battered them up and threw them back on the beach and then it just dried out. So, Mm -hmm. um, the first time I was there, I actually ended up, how I got to the point where I was hanging out at was I had to, uh, walk around a bunch of driftwood that was in the water. Mm -hmm. Weird. Wild. Yeah. And then I got to this. like it's dangerous. No, I got to this like super pristine point where people had actually built, um, things out of the driftwood Mm -hmm. so there was actually a raised bench so somebody created a raised platform and built a bench on top of it out of driftwood and then also somebody built um, a kitchen setup with a dropped sink and apparently previously in the summer there was even a bag of potatoes and a cast iron pan oh like it's a regular spot yeah like it's something more like like people go fishing and they're like or, I guess or like people go fishing or they spend the night partying on the beach and mm-hmm. then you have just like waking up and having a kitchen to prepare your breakfast at. That's nice. And um, I saw some like homeless camps like that in Canmore. At a beach? No, because it's in, not at the beach there. Um, there is a lake there. But no, it's like just by the highway. But it was but still like, nice to wander through. This seems like it's just more of a, a spot there. But uh, it was nice. I didn't see any of that, and I was kind of in the exact same area. But that said, you still walk out long ways, and you're still belly button height. I know, but... It's it's nice. It's nice. Once you get... It's good for floaties. Bring floaties. For yeah, I, yeah, I did not bring a floaty to the lake this summer, and I regret it every time I went to the lake this summer. I always said I should have brought a thing to float on. Didn't do it. The, um, I pooped the bed. They have. I pooped the bed. I didn't swear there. I pooped the bed. They have. Uh, <laughs> they have really nice sunsets there. On the, like Winnipeg, Lake, Lake, Lake Manitoba, on the uh, north, south. That would be the southwest, southeast part of the lake. Yeah, really nice sunsets. Oh yeah, it's true. When I was a kid, I had a family cabin around. There. I guess it would be the southwest part because the sun would set there in the west. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Don't call me a sailor. Well, have you been sailing before? Yeah, at Camp Stevens when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I think I've been on someone else's sailboat. It's, 
I always say about everything, it's better to know someone with a boat than to own a boat. You know Ben? Yeah. Of course, he has a sailboat. I've just, he's, I've been invited. I just never go. I, he's uh, not in Manitoba right no, now. He's still he, in Montreal. Him and Christian are both out east. But, they're they're uh, back together? Uh, I know they are close with each other, and I will. I do not know the capacity in which they This is not a gossip show, anyway. There's been too much gossip. Yeah. But I, they, they are both good friends of mine who are clearly close friends of each other. But um, that said, there was one time a few years back, probably about actually five or six years back now, but uh, I ended up going sailing at night with Ben on his boat, which is got ham. <laughs> yeah, it's Ben. There's yeah. a, if there's Ben there, it's a party. Oh, yeah, we had a great time. But like it was something where... like. It was just, like, a genuine blast. Mm-hmm. I cannot... Like, as an adult, spending time on the water, I have never had a time that... Like, Aaron's bachelor party would have meant the equivalent. If I hadn't fallen on the river, would have been even that much more of a blast. Just because, of, like, the idea of just, like... That would have been... I feel like the, the outcome of the rest of that party for me probably would have been different if that hadn't had happened. And... But that said... I still had a fantastic time, and sometimes you fall in the river when you go canoeing. That's 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 the first time that's ever happened to me in my life. Oh yeah, I blame the eight a.m. golf. Yeah, eight a.m. eighteen holes. Well, eight a.m. gathering, ten to ten thirty, eighteen holes. Mm-hmm. I I have never golfed. Eight. I have when I was young. Maybe no. I think I just did nine holes. I never was a golfer. I hate golf. <laughs> I it's don't fun get it. when you have a cart and you're. Go- carts are fun. I'm a, I'm a curler though. I think it's much cooler. It's the same sport, just one's for summer, one's for winter. I, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't think it's the same sport. I think curling is the like. There's some. There's a category of sports where you the main thing is you stand beside somebody and try and do the same thing better than them i would say that curling is one of the most organized versions of that that's kind of this well let me break golf and curling golf down. though is you try and beat your own game no no you still want to beat. yes you're right you beat your own game but the essential parts of both games is you drink and you hit a you move something into a position it's supposed to be with your friends and you just talk and you're pretending like you're being an athlete. Is that a cat? Probably. There's three in here somewhere. Oh, yeah. It's loud. You have three cats. Oh, my God. There was like five months where I had five cats in here. Shit. It smelled like a zoo. That's pretty wild. I only have one. Yeah, one is enough. All two. If I lived, see, I'm always like, if I just had like a rural setting, I'd have like a mountain of animals. But I don't have a rural setting. It's fat snacks. And like, the house is big, but it's not big enough for that much poop. If you lived in rural, where would you live? Hmm. Fuck Bonnet or something. Where? Lac du Bonny, maybe? North, the Winnipeg North, River? Northeast. Yeah, that sounds yeah. nice. 
I don't know, or maybe somewhere no one I know has ever been, like the the east side of Lake Manitoba. I don't know anyone out there. I mean the west side, not the interlake. The west side of Manitoba, so of Lake Dolphin. Manitoba. But Dolphin's more like, is it on the west of the whole lake? Yeah. Oh, I've been it's there. It's like Rainbow Beach. Okay, never mind. Maybe not there. Just stick with Black the Bonnie. Yeah. Well, it's nice to go to the Dolphin. I don't really, haven't thought it through. Yeah. I'm happy here. I like this place. I like yeah. Winnipeg in general a lot. And by yeah, the, yeah, I, I'm happy I own a home here. That's like a, a thing I'm, I do. I have one. But I'm slowly, slowly but sh- slowly fixing it up. I'm probably going to get the electrical all redone this winter. It's a big job. It is, yeah, but I lined, I lined up a guy who's down to do it like a day at a time here and there whenever it's convenient. But doesn't like there have to be like walls broken? No, he said he would... The, like for the it. exterior walls, it would be... I would have the electrical stuff be put in outside of the interior, so it would be like boxes out of the walls. But it's like the cheapest way of getting it done to get it up to code. And then... Uh, so it would be like those things everywhere. Just on the exterior walls. Oh, okay. And then he could feed the other ones from there. But the walls of my house have concrete bases that are 16 inches deep, and he said to drill an electrical wire through there is like a stupid idea. Yeah, you'd really need a powerful drill. Yeah, and also, why would you want to compromise that just to put an electrical wire through? You wouldn't want to. Yeah, so he was like, just feed it through otherwise. So, uh, he also was the guy who, coincidentally, did the tap room at Half Pints, the electrical work there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also knew him through, through going to, like, metal shows, like, way back when. Oh, nice. So, See, going out pays off. Yeah. Like, going to live shows pays off. You meet people, you make friends, and then next thing you know, 20 years down the line, they're like... Hey, we're friends, and this is what well, I Well, he was doing electrical work down the street at the apartment by my place. I got to confirm this all with him, but he's, like, been buying, didn't, like, kind of on an estimate, but something where, like, the idea of he's a professional electrician who is probably going to have a pretty chill day whenever he comes and works at my house. So, it's something where, um, that's, like, my plan for the winter, and then beyond that, bunch of exterior stuff next year but yeah it's something where having a place in Winnipeg is pretty nice it's um speaking of construction there's I worked construction for a while yeah and there's like a hierarchy in like which trade you're in that's really amusing and they all hate each other it's funny because they're all working together to build something but mm-hmm. they all hate each other and I feel like this kind of um, way of thinking should just like go out the window already. Like, oh, the hierarchy of trades, the hierarchy of trades, the hierarchy of anything. Like, you're working towards one single project, you're all getting paid pretty much the same amount. No one's that much smarter than anyone. It's just a, who's who's more of a dick about their schedule and how they impose that on others. Yeah, because well, you can only well, that's where it comes from because it's like you can only do this job after the electrician does his job and then they all have all these jobs lined up. It's like, why not communicate it well and be decent and not be assholes about this? Yeah. Yeah, I fully agree with you. I briefly, Every- worked, I briefly worked on the trades for a company where I bid, did the um, 
prepping for wood to be painted. So I would do like the caulking frames oh. of like uh, caulking of the frame, like windows and door frames, and then filling all the holes from the nail gun, and then also um, whatever taping and painposting and stuff like needed to be off like that. I did that before work for half months. I did it for low end decorating. And they fucking sucked to work watch for. The, watch the words. Sorry, I meant, I didn't, I... I'm they weren't very good to work for. They weren't very good to work for. They threw me under the bus in a very negative way that upset me. Um, I apologize in my language, uh, if you heard that. But that said, uh, <laughs> they, uh, I worked in the trades for a little bit. And in these new homes in, like, Bridgewater and different neighborhoods... And I thought it was pretty cool work, to be honest, because you're rolling into all these homes that people are spending this massive amount of money in. And I did mm-hmm. that for about nine months. Mm-hmm. And it was something where... It was a wild experience, because like you see where it's like... A lot of these people epitomize... Like, were, like epitomize this as like a point of... Like, yes, I've done well. And then you also have a lot of newcomer families who like who have, like, built up their name here, and, like, this is their, like, family establishment now. Mm-hmm. And you would see the homeowners come in while you were working on the home and stuff. And I always thought that was a pretty cool thing. And it's something where, I don't know, it's something where it's just neat thinking about that. But, like, the construction industry is insane. Mm-hmm. My mind is blown. I live in central Winnipeg in a fixer-upper. I don't understand the construction industry. <laughs> like you mean suburban house building? Yeah, it's 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 a beast in and of itself. That's that that is for sure. Yes, I've built those suburban houses, and I would never buy one, not for that amount of money, and not because of location. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, a huge part because of location. I am gonna double wrap this, but. No, I frequently think about moving rural. I think that would be a nice scenario. I always just wanted a, a nice little house with a dog and a pickup truck. That's it. You know? That would be nice. Well, oh, I'm never... I'm never renting my house. <laughs> but, no, um, I want to get a pickup truck, too. I find that it would be... The most convenient thing to have, but that is the biggest pain in the butt when you don't have it. I don't even want like a like I just want a quarter ton from like nineteen eighty seven or something, you know. I, any form of a Tacoma, <laughs> any year of a Tacoma, I'd be down with. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Toyota. Yeah, but uh, just I can't go to my cabin in the hatchback. I have to have a bigger vehicle to go there, so I have to borrow my mom's. She has a Cadillac SUV crossover mm-hmm. kind of vehicle. And uh, so I got to borrow that or well, it was somebody else or borrow their pickup truck. But if I had a pickup truck or a vehicle that could take this road, I can go to my four cabin. Four. Yeah. yeah, I could go out there without any vehicle hindrance. But I wouldn't have to borrow anybody's car or vehicle because my car is too tiny. I got a tiny hatchback. Yeah. Just a wee, a wee little car. <laughs> well, it does its job in the city. 
<laughs> it's it's a little weird. I'm not a fan of it. How are you? But how often do you drive it? I drive for work. I'm not gonna lie. I li- I work in St. James and I drive for work. I find that I'm too tired to bike to and from work by the end of my work day most of the time. But I one day I might get into the habit of it. Who knows? But um, that said, I don't drive much, and my main commute is up and down St. Matthews in between Gillespie and St. James. And then my mom and her husband live in Lynn Woods, so I go down there, and then my girlfriend lives off Route 90, so on Grant, off Grant, so I go down that way. But other than that, I'm like, not driving too much. No need to really go, just big trips. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Unless I'm going going to, out of town, actually. I don't drive at all. And so I, where did you go out of town this summer, fully? Like, what was your list oh, of places you went to? List of places. Uh, Grand Beach, VB. Uh, it's hard to remember. Um, I feel like I went a lot of places out of town. I went to uh, the Pinawat Dam. Did you do the rapids or the river? No, we just hiked around. It was early, early summer. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done, like, the rapids? Oh, I went or to Minaki. I went to Minaki for a fishing trip. I don't know if I've ever been there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a POW camp there from World War II that That's is kind of loud. manicured, but, like, you're not allowed to set foot on it. But I was curious, like, what is this? And then I Googled it, and I was mind blown. But it was just a fishing trip. It's just, like, it's little. It's a little nowhere the, town. What, what came up when you Googled it? Who's the prisoners of war? The German soldiers. Oh, that's wild. It, it was a lumber, like, working camp, basically. That That's not uncommon. Um, to be honest, <laughs> by my cabin, from there's this, like, dual uh, pillars of stone with, like, plaques entrance. And I've, I haven't actually gone to read them, but um, from all of the research I know, because they're like they're on the highway when you're driving by, you just mm-hmm. kind of want to get home. But um, that's also what happens when you're with other people in other people's vehicles. But uh, I would, at one point, I want to get out and read these plaques, but apparently there's been a conscientious objector, uh, objectors plant, um, sits work scenario there. So, like, People who, like, basically peaceful who people didn't want who, to go to fight yes. had to work in a plant. Yeah, and, but a lot of them worked in, um, like, paper industry from the east side of Lake Winnipeg. And so there was, like, a lot of mills and stuff like that. So that was what was happening along the east side of the lake. And, but there's, like, these two pillars that I'm pretty sure were, as, like, a conscientious objectors. Wow. They can't snare her. So that's what they did with the menos during the war. Yeah. I guess that would be before the Meadows were here. Well, I guess they came here during World War One too. I actually don't know a lot of history. Neither do I, but apparently that was a thing around the east side of the lake. But there also was Mennonites there pretty early on. Yeah. They had a missionary camp not too far from that. Interesting. Yeah. There's actually a YouTube video of the Mennonite missionaries on YouTube at Moose Rights. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I could look it up. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. It's just nice to know all the history they don't tell you. Exactly. And you can do that by looking at weird artifacts. Mm-hmm. Or old buildings. 
Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. You could ask me about, like, European history or something, and I'd go off and on about it. But, like, I don't know any real Canadian history. Besides from, like, the very basic textbook stuff from school. Oh, yeah. I'm and, like, like, Manitoba history, I guess. But not like all some of it. Upper level, just St. Norbert. I'm taking some upper-level geography courses right now Yeah. about Canadian physical and human environment. So I'm learning, I'm learning some Canadian history deep down. Yeah. Pretty good. I like it. I haven't actually started yet. As one of the guys, the, not one of the guys, one of my regulars at the curling club on, Friday, on Saturday nights when I bartend, he's the prof. Oh, nice. So, good scenario for... For getting good grades? Yeah, and milking, in, in, milking info. Just being like, hey. What's, what are the... Point me in the right direction with an elbow going up being like, what's up, what's up? Free beer if you give me the exam answers. Exactly. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> I'm just joking. Or am I? Yeah, we'll never know. Ever mysterious. No, I'm just joking. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, wouldn't do that. I'm, I'm a... I'm a I'm an honorable student. It's a nice microphone. Yeah, I bought it on a whim. Mm-hmm. It's actually a funny story because um, I bought it on a whim, didn't really use it. And then when COVID hit, Michael Alves needed a microphone, so I lent it to him. And then after that, I was like, why should? Why don't I do a podcast? But I'd already lent it to Michael for to use during COVID. Mm-hmm. So I just borrowed Adam's for a long time and finally he needed it back so then I was like Michael I need it back like this month mm-hmm. that's the story behind this microphone that I've never used but I just bought it on a whim because I had money lying around oh yeah it's a good scenario nice money yeah, everything worked out yeah and now you can make this killer podcast with a great sound <laughs> brought to you by this nice mic <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Maybe one day I will get sponsors. Like half pints. Barely advertised on this episode. Mm-hmm. Bird by the wonderful Jan. Great guy. Can't remember Jan's last name, doesn't matter. Feldman. There we go. I believe it's Feldman. Jan Feldman, great brewer. Yeah. Greg Brewer seemed to be dead. Mm-hmm. He's in Wild. New house owner. Yeah. Yeah. I, exactly. I helped them move. Yeah. We borrowed the half pint truck. It was oh, wild. yeah. You were telling me. Him about. and Jen are such rockers. Get this. Three pallets of LPs and all of their amps and guitars filled half a five ton truck. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That is rock and roll. That's the best. That is such a cool thing. That is really cool. I should have him on this show. You should. He, you should come and do a show at Half Pints in the tap room. Yeah. The night, I will. I, just, can, I can do that no problem. I can just bring the gear everywhere I go. We could do this. Or not, maybe even just in the back, too. Probably in the back. Where all the they, action's happening. Well, it, we we can hang out back there. But, um... Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's totally... Just not drinking, hanging out back there, if you know what I mean, on air. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. The, uh... No, uh... Jan definitely's a momentum of person behind... He's a momentumist, momentumist person. I don't know if that's the terminology that's appropriate. I don't think that's a word. But he is a significant force behind half pints these days, which is pretty cool. And he's worked his way up into a pretty rad position where, um, pardon me, pardon my burp. Um, he's worked his way up into a position where his taste has like influenced the classic flavors in a good way. And also, he's like influencing like flavors going forward in a pretty cool way too with how he gets to experiment. So it's pretty sweet having him, yeah. him around. He As started he started at the bottom. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Maybe he's a secret bougie. He just he figured it out. And he uh it's like Drake started at the bottom now we're here. Started at the bottom now we're here. Um uh, speaking about beer, because this is really, really good. Okay, well, I think that's our time, so I'll just go. Okay, cheers, it, everybody. And then we're going to have a queer beer together. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. And that was Kevin, and this is Kipco K Talks to his friends, and this, I'm just not going to stop doing this, so more to come.